0: Um, our last week in the Lord's Prayer, and then we'll be deciding where we're going to go next on these Wednesday nights. And uh, so let's just dive right in. Uh, Matthew 6, 9 through 13 says this, Pray then in this way, our Father who's in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we've also forgiven our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So we've been walking uh, through this prayer. We, we, we began with the idea that this prayer is simple. It's communal. In other words, we pray in community. It's, it's not, uh, I'm not praying to my father, but I'm praying to our father. It's, it's relational. We're, we're praying to a person. Uh, it, it's a person that is in spiritual places. So there's a recognition in this prayer uh, that there's more than what we see. It's it's an invitation or petition for for me to make his name holy. Although we're declaring his name holy, uh, we're we're asking God to help us and to work in our life in such a way that we make his name holy that people see him, and he receives the glory. Um, it, it's a kingdom prayer. We're asking his kingdom to come and his will to be done. His when we think of his will, this is not a bad thing. It's his good, perfect, and pleasing will. Uh, we we were invited to pray for our. Daily needs, so, so God cares for our day-to-day life. It's it's a relationship-building prayer, in that uh, we're encouraged, we're called to to not only receive forgiveness but practice forgiveness, and then it's a invitation for God to exert His leadership in our life. Uh, and so, all these things we find in this simple, powerful prayer that Jesus invites us uh, to to pray, and and then the end of of these verses is in at the end of verse 13 it says for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen and depending on what translation if you're reading in the NIV for for instance today that this is not in in that translation and and the reason is pretty simple it's just not in the earliest text this, this so most scholars does not do not believe that this was a part of the original prayer uh, that Jesus gave to his disciples um, uh, so, so it's not in a lot of uh, translations. It's in a few, and sometimes you'll find it. It's in brackets, and that's the reason, or in parentheses, and that's the reason it's in parentheses. And sometimes there'll be notes and study Bibles that that will indicate this is not in the earliest translations um, or transcripts. I uh, watched a really uh, helpful sermon on this from Pastor Jeff Schooley at First Presbyterian. He he was going through. Uh, this passage with his church, and we were doing the holy highlights at the beginning of this, and uh, we, we've not been doing them lately for for a lot of reasons. Uh, but Pastor Jeff, in his sermon, uh, acknowledged this was not in the early, earliest transcripts, uh, but, but he talked about this as being the early church's response to the Lord's Prayer. And, and so what he's suggesting is that the early church, when when they would go through this prayer, this would be the way they would respond. And so that became part uh, very early on in some of the the transcripts, uh, even though it was not in the original or the earliest transcripts. Um, And and so uh, you can break down each part of this prayer. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In other words, you see that's the response. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Give us this day our daily bread. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And forgive us our debts as we've also forgiven our debtors. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I got to tell you, I, I love this way of looking at this, um, this clause at the end of the Lord's Prayer, that, that it is response. I, I, I love this way of looking at prayer. Uh, response is an important part of who we are. Uh, worship is response. And, and that's why Pastor Josh calls his youth ministry response, because very early on, uh, that, that he wanted his kids to understand that, that, that our God demands a response, uh, that our God deserves a response, and that response is worship. Uh, when we pray, in essence, we are responding to our Heavenly Father. We're, we're responding, number one, with the ideal that we believe that he hears our prayers, uh, that he answers our prayers, that it matters when we pray. And so prayer is a response to God Prayer is worship. In essence, as God speaks through prayer and we listen and follow, we respond to God. So prayer is a response to God and prayer demands a response in our life. And so in all these things, I think it's important just to see that prayer is intended as worship. Uh, that, that we are to, to come to God with our petitions, with our needs, um, with our lives, and just lay them before him. And then as God speaks, as God leads, we respond by following. And so a- as we close out just this, the Lord's Prayer with this Bible study, I guess the question I have for you, what area of your life do you need to respond with, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. See, say that, that is a worship response. And in that response, we say, God, you are worthy of our life. You are worthy of a response and you are worthy of us following you. God bless. See you Wednesday night.